is going to go deep. And I mean deep. And I mean touchdowns! Live from the Horizon Event Center studio, it's time to go deep with your host, Tariq, only on 1350 ESPN. Welcome to Go Deep. I'm your host, Tyreek. Joined here with my producer, Frenchie. How you doing, sir? Not too bad. It's been an uh, interesting week so far, but uh, lots of sports news we got to talk about today. Lots to talk about, a lot going on. First, we got to discuss your boy, Jarrett Porter, <laughs> former Cubs exec and now former Mets GM. This man sent 60-plus unanswered messages to a Target minute member of the media. No response from her. Zero response. So what does he do? Come on, fellas. What do you do? 62, 63, 64 text messages sent, nothing in response. What do you do? Boom. <laughs> he hit her with the old pack pick, the package pick. Now, fellas, and this isn't even a laughing matter because it's becoming a problem. You know, it, it, Brett Favre almost got into this issue after he was done with football. Uh, and we know there it happens more often than we hear about. And she didn't say anything until after the picture came. So she should have said something by the 25th text message. I mean, how many text messages do you send before you realize I've been ghosted or I need to fall back Two, two. And, and, and you're I, generous I, with that after that first one, if you're not I, responding I don't to my like first to, text, I don't like to double text, I, you it, know, and I do once we're having a conversation, I'll even send a <clears> long text, you know, uh, having a full conversation. But if I say, Hey, big head, what up? And you don't respond. I'm gonna leave it at that. You know, I, I don't need 63 other text messages for me to say, you know, what's really going to get it. Eureka. I got an idea. Let's send that pig in love with me. And now we got to figure out how to punish this guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He lost his job. And this happened. Let's let's uh, preface this with this happened while he was still with the Chicago Cubs as a front office executive. Uh, so it didn't happen while he's with the GM, a GM with the Mets. But who knows? It could have because he sent 60 plus text messages. A reporter and I'm thinking, if I'm an executive with the with the Cubs, you think Theo Epstein ever had any trouble getting a response to his text messages? And if he did, do you think he thought, mm, let's try Bumble? Let's, let's not try the lady who was in the locker room interviewing my, my teammates who, where this might come back around. Let's just try to talk to a regular female normal. Well, I think Theo's had a family this entire yeah. time, but... Anyone, anyone with some power, some money... You don't need to be that aggressive. There, there are so many apps out there now. There's just any, I mean, whether you're religious, Christian Mingle, uh, you know, there's Grinder, there's, there's Tinder, there's Bumble. I mean, Frenchie probably knows them all. And I, I met my future wife on Tinder. And congratulations, by the way. But, you know, there, look at, look at you, look at you. You didn't, did you send her 64 messages plus a, a package pick? No. No. At any point in that process, did you send a package pick? No. Yeah. Because one, I'm a self-respecting human being. And, and who two, knows? I'm a female respecting human being. And three, who knows where that picture is going to end up after you push send. So fellas, hold on to those. I mean, girls don't, we might think. And it's going to have to, I mean, I think, and we'll, we'll talk to Justin and, who's uh, coming up in a little bit. And fellas, it's never as pretty as you think it looks in the mirror. And, I, and I'm curious to know who was the first to ever fire off that package pick. You know, we we couldn't do this in the early 90s. When I was in high school, it was pagers, uh, you know, where you can maybe spell boobs with the eights and the zeros. But there was no, you had to get a Polaroid picture and then head to Walmart one hour photo printing or something like that. And then fax it to her parents' house. I mean, who was the first one to fire off with? Probably 2003, 2004. Someone said, you know what's a good idea with this camera? 
<laughs> is to do what I used to do with those disposables. But this time I can actually send it directly to someone. So I don't, I don't know. This is going to continue to be a problem until we actually start jailing some people up. And I hate to say that because I'm a dude, um, but I just want to put it out there. Fellas, if you ever sent one package pick, that's it. That's it. That's your get out of jail free card. After that, it's even to your wife. You never know what's going to end up. You get divorced. You never know what's going to end up. It's not as pretty as you think it is. And honestly, I think the biggest thing is that with it being unsolicited, that's high class sexual harassment. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. We got to fix this. That's not just losing your job. You're going to have to go to jail and we got to hear about it. Be scared to know that we can't just send and and the package pick is the worst of it. But if someone sent my daughter 60 plus messages and she didn't respond, I'm responding as doorstep with probably a weapon in my hand of some sort. And that's not a threat. It's a promise because that's that's aggressive. That's at that point, you should already be in jail or have a restraining order. There's a problem by that point. Right. Yeah. It takes it up to a criminal charge with her harassment stuff. When when you send multiple messages and they don't respond, that that should be the end of it. Like, I don't I don't get where some of these guys don't get the picture and i mean honestly yeah, for guys both, well, <laughs> it goes both ways yes i, I don't want to see a, a package pick from a woman i mean maybe top half but i you know i it's just not as attractive as we, as we think it is and and you just got to think of where it ends up man you got a job you got a life you got kids you got you got priorities the pr backlash the jail time the fines the losing of your career your life it's no longer worth it, fellas. So, you know, if you were able to send off that one or two in your life, consider it as get out of and let's, let's figure out something else to send, you know, work on the pecs, work on calf day, uh, and, and figure something out because we're going to have to start gelling people up. My life changed when I look at things so differently. And this, this is a, this is a problem now, especially for females in the media, because they have to be in a locker room. They have to be around all these guys, female refs, female coaches. So we'll talk to some of our guests about that. Uh, uh, I digress. Uh, one thing that kind of slipped under the radar, Trent Baalke officially signed the Jaguars. He was uh, interim GM from Mali. I think that's a sneaky great move by Jacksonville. Remember, Trent Baalke was the Niners GM when they had during the Harbaugh era. Uh, so he has that experience working with a college coach, bringing in those young players and turning around a team with some talent on it already uh, within a, a, a manageable cap. He has a lot of space, so he's going to make some big moves. Uh, before... Uh, and I think them being in the NFC South is going to give them an opportunity to make it to the playoffs and win some big games sooner than later before the next three years. And that's just my prediction. You know, you heard it here first, um, breaking news once we get used to those, uh, sounders. Uh, but that's, that's something that we need to keep our eye on. Trent Balky is now the official GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars where Urban Meyer is now the court, uh, the coach and they are on the clock for the first pick of the draft. Um, as our country transitions to new leadership, one topic of discussion will be legalizing marijuana uh, with many states already legal pro sports leagues all around the country and beyond are slowly beginning to loosen up on testing rules and some are eliminating, eliminating them altogether and not making a, making it a banned substance um, su such as MMA, MMA, I think, just started doing that, actually, uh, UFC. Uh, talking to... What's happening with these laws? I want to introduce a, a monthly segment where we kind of keep updated. Uh, three three letters that you probably hear often when you hear marijuana is C what is CBD? Is CBD legal? I have Justin Cochran from Lost Range CBD out of Colorado in Austin. He'll join us here coming up after the break. What are the benefits? Local gas station. Can I have it mailed to you? 
CBD, marijuana, just go deep. Welcome back to Go Deep. As our country transitions to new leadership, one topic we will be discussing is legalizing marijuana. With many states already legal, pro sports and leagues all around the country are slowly beginning to loosen up testing rules and even eliminating altogether. I think dropped uh, all banning is no longer a banned substance, marijuana. Uh, But three letters that you hear probably often when you hear marijuana, you hear CBD. What is CBD? Is CBD legal? Can you buy it at your local gas station? Can you have it mailed to your house in the state of Iowa? What are the benefits? What are the negatives? Uh, I got on the phone joining with me, Justin Cochran from Lost Range CBD out of Colorado and Austin, Texas. And Justin, I want to talk about CBD, but I know you're a Cubs fan, so I got to get into this first. And you claim that he's no, he wasn't an executive of the Cubs, but I would say he was a former front office exec from the Cubs and now former GM of the Mets. Jared Porter, your boy sent off 60 plus text messages left on red and then decided to fire <laughs> off uh, a package pick after that. You're, you're trying to tell me he wasn't part of the Cubs ever? Uh, I'd have I'd have to go back and... Uh, and you might want to look into that, brother. Uh, yeah, you no, might- <laughs> no I'm, uh, I've got the Twitter up now. and uh, I know you're yeah, a season ticket holder. Uh, you might want to check on your boys. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd actually have to say uh, f- former season ticket holder as of now. It was, uh, uh, it was, a, good, it was a good three years uh, uh, in the bleachers there, but... Um, but you could tell the kind of the, the direction the team was was starting starting to take, and I don't know why that Theo just he must have not coordinated with the front office because Theo decided to to resign the day before season ticket holders were supposed to re up their packages. Yeah, so he, I'm just sitting there being like, oh, you can, maybe you guys want to it differently, but uh, he left them. Yeah, no, I I am seeing Porter here, and uh, yeah, I mean he had quite the week from uh, from uh, orchestrating the lean door trade to uh, to going Man. off on that tangent there. And, wow, and what. With the, uh, you know, the report is that Jared, Jared Porter, while he's with the Cubs, these text messages, um, you know, and my problem here is, yes, the package pick at the end is the, that should, that should put him in jail almost at this point. Uh, you know, Absolutely. I, but my problem is if you send my daughter 60 text messages and she left you on red after five, we now have a problem at 20 at your door, 45 police should be at your door, 60, you should come up missing. So the fact yeah, that he even had the chance and the fact that women don't feel okay reporting that 20th, 40th, 60th yeah. until a picture comes in because they may not be believed. How, how do we fix this? How do we fix this in oh. sports? Because we have female reporters in the locker rooms. We have female refs. We have female coaches now, you know, which is it's about time we progress. But how do we fix this so they can feel safe in the workplace? Uh, absolutely. Well, I think I think the, mo- the most basic thing that we can do on, on a day-to-day basis is, is believe women. Um, I, I think that we need to... To uh, approach these situations with with open ears and with a uh, a motivation to to want to see change, not necessarily come in an incremental way, but I think in a, in a much more uh, drastic uh, way and a much faster pace than it has been happening up up until this point. Because there's clearly uh, a, a problem that permeates all levels of of sports and, 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 and to a larger sense society as well, you know? So I'd say believing women is the, is the first place that we should start. What, what needs to happen to your boy, Jared Porter, I call him your boy, but <laughs> what, happens, no, what needs to happen to Jared Porter? We know, you know, that next person, that next Brett Favre or whoever it may be, uh, can think twice before they hit send. Of course you're going to lose your job, but you know, it should be more than just a restraining order, right? What should happen to Jared? So we, to, he's got to be a poster child for this now. 
uh, I, I think I think with any before any change can can ever happen with, with anything and and a lot of different uh, aspects of our of our life, there needs to be be accountability. Um, and I think you know w- without uh, w- with accountability comes you know people admitting acknowledging that there's a problem. You know, much like we see with you know and work with with addiction and things like that. That 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 first step is is, is admitting that there's a problem, um, which some. It's something that seems so elemental, but uh, it really takes it takes a lot of courage to try to force that that situation. Yep, I I agree, and it, it, it like you said, it starts with believing females, believing women, because one hundred they, they got to feel okay coming to us and saying, "Hey, Frenchie sent me ten text messages. I sent one saying stop, and he's I think he's about to fire off a package pick, and I don't want to see it. That we <laughs> we need to feel they need to feel okay saying that to us." There's 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 zero room for that at, at at any at any aspect of society. Yep, and it's just gonna keep happening until we really set some standards. But uh, your number your your Iowa Hawkeyes, man, they're number four in the country with Indiana on the horizon. Uh, Absolutely. Are these Hawkeyes finally built for a Final Four run, or is this kind of just Big Ten season and then you know the same old uh-huh. Hawkeyes in the tournament? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> side on side on scene, you know. We'll we'll see if they they can. Uh, uh, go beyond that uh, that BJ Arms uh, BJ Armstrong Ronnie Lester Final Four team back there at uh, at the beginning of the eighties, um, but I think Fran has these guys uh, dialed in. We we know he's coming with intensity every single day to the court. Um, you can see it in the way that um, that Garza uh, and Co are playing. Um, I'm glad to see that they're really starting to uh, pull away and get Lucas some some rest because as we know, it doesn't you know we're, we're talking two seasons here and, and really kind of two and a half seasons from the regular season into the big 10 tournament, which will be interesting to see where that, where that ends up getting played at. Uh, and then to the larger uh, NCAA, which I still think is the, is the best uh, tournament in, in, in American sports uh, uh, year in and year out. So uh, aside unseen, but you know, that they, they've had a lot of challenges so far. There's a, a tough schedule. We got to play Indiana two more times. I uh, got Wisconsin on there, Michigan State. Hopefully, we can get this contest going this time. So there's never any gimmies in the Big Ten, but uh, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay optimistic and, and keep rooting loud. They've they've stayed strong as a as a Hawkeye hater. You got to respect <laughs> what they're doing, and and give you a 30 and 10 regardless. But the rest of the team, are, you know, you got some definite role players and possible stars on that team. Where do you see Garza in the NBA? What team needs a Garza plan? The, the Clippers, the I, Nets, the Mavs. I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking it's it tough. We're gonna have to wait and see where we're all the, the the season ends up ending with you know injuries or, or, or where people end up netting out with kind of the, the shifts that have been happening across the NBA. But I think as we see with you know Patrick Williams and how he's been coming out of the block hot with the Bulls lately, that that kind of hybrid big four five athletic player that can that can bang down low is value to, to a lot of different franchises out there and. You know, I wouldn't be mad if he uh, if he ended up on uh, uh, in Chicago by any means. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Bulls. Yeah. Bulls can take whoever they can get. I, I would feel bad, I, I, and I hate to say this about long live MJ, but yeah. Bulls might be the Jets of the NBA right now. Is where your favorite player goes to die because uh, <laughs> they they've had some draft picks and it just hasn't worked out. You know, and I, I hope for the best. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, my, uh, my my uh, my new fiance here. She is uh, from Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky. So an additional uh, layer of uh, basketball. Oh yes, uh, I'm sure. College. Uh, 
I'd say even beyond fandom kind of a lifestyle that, uh, that I've been uh, getting a crash course on, but, uh, uh, some, some real good fans up there and are down there. Yeah. College kingdom. And I, I was having a better season right now. So you're, you're winning the war at home. You know, keep faith, brother. Keep faith. I, I'd, uh, say, I'd say maybe the battle far from yes, the war. Yeah. Far from the war. <laughs> She'll win the war. And we won it that way. Uh, I got NFL free agent, Brian Brayman joining me in about, uh, probably seven minutes. Uh, he's formerly right. of the Houston Texans and the 2017 Eagles Super Bowl team. Thank you. Uh, but those will be turmoil right now. Can't talk. Uh, where do you see Deshaun, John, or Deshaun, Deshaun Watson going, if anywhere this offseason? It's possible. Uh, and same with Wentz as a follow-up question. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the Bears absolutely have to go after one of those two players. Uh, and I, I would much prefer to see it be uh, Deshaun myself. Have to definitely. I don't know if they're going to be able to swallow that much pride after they what they gave up for Trubisky to pick him over Deshaun and, and Mahomes to that point. Um, the, the man down there, Pat, is, has got his uh, future locked. I mean, the McCaskies, it's one of those things where it's like, are they trying to win championships? Or are they trying to run a profitable franchise? Well, the, the, Bears. the Bears are going to stay profitable whether they whether they're seven and seven or eight and eight every year or. Or, or make it to the Super Bowl, you know? I made a point last week that the Bears have just pretty much gave up on 2021 because they decided not to fire your coach, who has two more years. They're going to let that expire, it sounds like. And your GM, Pace, uh, has one more year. So they basically, I don't I don't see them getting a quarterback or making any big moves until they get a new GM and to decide and quarterback. So it's hard for me to see them make a big move for Watson with a GM, which really, really hurts because, I mean, he could do wonders for your team. You got some weapons. But. Oh no! Oh, absolutely, and it's you know, I mean, as, as as deep as I get into Chicago fandom with the with the Cubs and the and the Bulls and the Blackhawks, Bears are you know, I, growing up in Iowa, my, my football has always been played on 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 Saturday. So NFL, you know, I mean, different people rooting for different teams on on Sunday. So it was never everybody wake up on Sunday and get behind the same squad. Saturday, Iowa State for sure, you know. Yeah, so yeah. so NFL, but you know, I've been I'll probably be keeping a. Uh, closer eye on on the man Joe Burrow down there in, in Cincinnati and 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 wishing him a uh, a speedy uh, recovery and uh, and hopefully a, a a big season. They got off to some good start and see if they can put together another big piece in uh, in the draft here with the uh, with the five pick uh, and and really get some success going. That uh, that AFC North is proving to be a B yeah, division be a with those other three teams going to the that's going to the playoffs division. this year. You know, uh, but your former roommate Dan Burrow uh, and your BFF. His little brother, Joey Burrow. Um, at what point when Joey was growing up did you realize he was way more talented talented than Danny? And you can tell Danny I said that. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan was definitely our QB1, and uh, we were lucky enough uh, my senior year of high school at Ames High in uh, 2000 to, uh, to play for Coach Burrow for Jimmy. Um, but it was, it was kind of funny. Like, we always, you know, Dan, Dan always kept us up to, up to speed when Joe was winning high school player of the year in, in, in Ohio and when they were doing their thing in Athens and breaking those points wreck and I was all kind of like okay cool you know we knew football coming from a football family you know none of us were a real surprise no but, not at all know, we know Jamie um, it, <laughs> yeah it was it, yeah it wasn't until honestly you know I mean I, I, I was lucky enough to meet up with those uh with those cats at uh at the uh, the Texas game to kick off last season and you know the you know, uh, number nine went in the hair and, uh, and and broke the Longhorn Faithful's heart, and that was it. Was kind of one of those things where we were just like, "Holy smokes!" Like that was amazing. And then we got together with uh, with Dan and a uh, West Coast Browns fan from uh, last week yep. down at the uh, at the Florida Gators game with his uh, with his wife uh, with uh, Dan's wife Jama, and 
you know, when he lit up Death Valley like that, we were kind of sitting there being like, wow. okay, wow. wow. Got something special here, Danny boy. Things. Yeah, <laughs> every week, just, just, just one after another. But uh, a real special ride uh, uh, last year. Um, the LSU fans couldn't have been uh, any more welcoming. And uh, I'd say it's a pretty uh, pretty special thing to be able to uh, – to get an opportunity to uh, attend one of your high school uh, football coaches' uh, tailgates, and, and and you know the Burrow family couldn't be any more uh, any more gracious or uh, or, yeah, or amazing well, out there, and, and welcoming well, people from from near and far to enjoying that ride. And I gotta get out of here in about two minutes, but three words I hear yeah. all the time, and I'm very familiar with it, and a lot of people have heard it the last five years is CBD. Uh, real quickly, is CBD legal in the U.S.? I, I know it's cannabinoids. Uh, explain exactly quickly what CBD is and the legal yeah. legalities. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you the the quick elevator pitch here. So big difference from industrial hemp, uh, uh, marijuana, cannabis is what we're going to get THC from. So the Farm Bill at the end of 2018, or the Agricultural Improvement Act, as, it, as it's called in Congress, legal it made a difference between psychoactive cannabis, quote unquote, and industrialized hemp. So that made hemp federally legal in, in American territories. Uh, it's legal in multiple different countries in uh, in Western Europe and beyond Canada as well. Um, but CBD is just a different cannabinoid that is in that plant. Uh, we find that it's absolutely amazing for pain relief, uh, uh, anxiety, uh, help, uh, uh, helps with, uh, with sleep, uh, uh, um, uh, cramps, um, any number of pets, any number of different things. Uh, my team over at Lost Range uh, CBD, lostrangecbd.com, uh, fourth generation uh, Iowa farm uh, uh, kids out there. And I say kids given, uh, <laughs> I think he's a couple years older than me, maybe 40. 344 45 by now um but he is going to be our our grower and uh, and runs all our operations out there no corporate hands we control everything from uh from seed to shelf as we say um we we cultivate we extract everything by hand uh and we're making it all in in small batches uh, out there for you while cbd may be federally legal it's still super unregulated we send all of our stuff off for third-party diagnostic testing so wherever you're buying cbd you you won't find lost range at a gas station but all much like it is with, with, with anything. Know your farmer, know your producer, know the one for and, and working with. Give me that website again. It's going to be lostrangecbd.com. So I can Lost go to lostrangecbd.com, order some uh, CBD, some tincture, different backache ache medicines, uh, and they'll be in my house within two to five days a week, something like that. Yep. And, we, that, we, and that's perfectly we, legal. Any, yep. We try to package and ship the day the, the order comes in. If we get it in before the, uh, the 5 p.m. Central in uh in um uh in in the midwest and uh yeah perfectly legal in, in, in all 50 states we can ship we can ship anywhere anywhere from our muscle and joy rub uh, our tinctures our gold buckle lines we have lavender bath bombs lavender rollers chapsticks uh we're gonna have suntan lotion face moisturizer a lot of different things coming online uh this week and i wanted to do something special for uh, you today tyreek and your listeners um if they want to go to lostrangecbd.com today and use the coupon code player um, for the rest of today, they'll get 10% off their, uh, player, their order. Player. That's, that's it, baby. Player. LostRangeCBD.com. Justin Cochran, you are the man, homie. I want to bring you on maybe monthly and make this a segment as the uh, new administration and new Senate are going to start loosening up on some of these marijuana and CBD laws, update it and keep our listeners updated. So I appreciate you coming through, man, and we'll be in touch. Absolutely. Appreciate the opportunity. And uh, and uh, thank you. Look forward to coming on and talking a little more LostRangeCBD.com uh, sometime soon and use that coupon code. 
a player for 10% off all day. LostRangeCBD.com. He is Justin Cochran. Up next on Go Deep, free NFL free agent defensive end, outside linebacker Brian Brayman joins the show. And I got a concert announcement for the 90s rock fans out there. Welcome to the Horizon Event Center. Let's go deep. As we jump back into the uh, return to the stage model for live entertainment event center, uh, Horizon has canceled all 25 concerts of 2020 due to the pandemic. We're easing back into that, and I'm happy to announce for these 90 rock fans out there, Firehouse will be performing live at Horizon Event Center in Clive, Iowa, March 19th. Tickets on sale this Saturday, January 23rd at tickly.co. Head to horizoneventcenter.com for details and limited tickets. We will have to limit how many tickets. It's a 3,000-person uh, capacity. We're going to limit tickets to under 1,000. We got to keep it spacious. We got to keep that social distance going. Mask will be required when you get in. Uh, but head to horizoneventcenter.com. Check it out. Details. If you're a fan of the 90s rock band Firehouse, check them out, man. Uh, also, we got former NFL, or I'm sorry, free agent, NFL free agent, uh, defensive end linebacker Brian Brayman joining the show, formerly with the Texans and my Eagles, uh, 2017 championship run. Brian, what's the uh, last concert you went to? The last concert, um, you know, it was actually a Jason Aldean concert. Oh, think, no, you uh, didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> Jason Aldean in uh, Florida, Georgia line, I believe, um, at the uh, link. There was, uh, there oh, was a Philly. concert that they put on. Yeah, yeah. That was actually the first time I had gone to a, a country concert as well. Really? And, not, uh, not a country I, fan? I, uh, it's it's a different experience than, <laughs> you know, the the rap concerts and stuff that the, some of the performers do. You know, they have a lot more lights and smoke and mirrors. And yeah. Stuff. Yep. So it, energy was, was great, though. I, I loved it, you know. And Jason, some pretty good hits out there. So Oh, uh, yeah, man. The, the women were, were good and uh, the... The music was great. So I, I worked for a country radio station for six years in this market. And, uh, you know, being the only black guy on stage or standing out in there, it, it's actually a great experience because they do a lot of drinking and there's women everywhere. So, you know, and they like to have a good time. So you can't be mad at it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was a great, it was a great experience. Jason Aldean came but, to our Iowa State yeah. Fair and that was, that was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it was a little different experience than like, let's say Nelly or something like yeah. that. You know? <laughs> even though he has uh, a, co was, a couple of country songs uh yeah yeah it was good so i i saw your violent energizing pregame speech before the super bowl for the 2017 um eagles and i know long said he usually does a pregame speech but he said that what was coming out of your mouth was violent so he just sat back and let you carry that energy uh have you always had that intensity or is it just before those big games when that anxiety is rushing or is that you all the time uh you know i i guess i guess in uh, my two daughters, but um, you, you'd probably run into quite a few guys that would say that's my energy all the time. <laughs> just kind of, I've just always had that mentality, man. You know, it's just uh, attack, attack, attack. You know, the hey, world is your oyster. You know, and it paid off, man. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you know young linebackers, outside linebackers, or even receivers understand. But can you explain the importance of? the role you have to play in special teams to make an NFL roster? Yeah. Uh, you know, well, geez, uh, I guess the quickest way that I can kind of sum it up is um, in 2011, 
if you look at the draft class uh, that they had brought in, um, I believe J.J. Watt was their number one overall pick, yeah. um, 11th in the first round, I believe. Uh, and then Brooks Reed was their second round. Another great and uh, they already had a stacked uh, linebacker room. So um, that year, Wade Phillips took over and, uh, you know, implemented his students and, you know, took over the outside linebacker. You know, they wanted somebody that could put their but could also stand up, drop into coverage and still get it out of a two-point stance off of the edge. Um you know, they, they had Mario Williams, they had D'Amico Ryans and Brian Cushing and Connor Barwin, and then they, you know, just drafted J.J. Watt. And they pro bowler after pro bowler after pro bowler. Brooks Reed right after that, you know. So I'm in, I'm in the <laughs> linebacker room, and I'm looking at the depth, and I just I knew for a fact that the, the only way that I was going to be able to stick on the roster was uh, – to just be, you know, indisposable on special teams. And, uh, I had gotten that, I had gotten that from a couple of veterans, um, uh, guys like Joel Dreesen and, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, I believe punter, uh, Donnie Jones and, um, Some veterans, you know, these, yeah, these guys, you know, been in the league for at this time, you know, a decade, eight, nine years, and they, you know, they kind of gave me their, you know, spiel of what it was going to take. You know, the the team is stacked, and and you really got to be able to play chess. You got to get in where you fit in. And at that at that time in 2011, um, it was it was special teams. And then obviously taking advantage of the the snaps that you get during the the preseason. And uh, you know, I I played well that Monday night against the New York Jets was the the first preseason game um actually out the gates after the the lockout had ended for the the new cba um yeah i played well uh you know yeah, I you became a, you a, became a, a, i mean you you're, you're 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 saying it lightly because you became a fan favorite off of one big hit and then i mean i think you're named number two special teams player of the year that year or the next year so i mean you you took it serious yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I excelled at it. You know, obviously, had uh, aspirations of playing on defense, being able to, you know, take a, a heavier role. But I knew that there was there were guys that had created career on on special teams. You know, I was competing against guys like you know Matthew Slater, guys that are you know ten, eleven, twelve year Pro Bowlers at special teams, and a lot of people don't understand how that actually is because. Yes. Um, in the Pro Bowl, they only take one specialist. So, you know, in the other position, yeah, they'll take two, and then you'll have your uh, runner-ups or your alternates, as they put it. And, uh, you know, special teams, they only take one. So uh, one from the NFC and one from the AFC. So, you, you know, you got 32 teams on each side that you're you're competing against guys against, and and it's it's everybody, you know. It doesn't matter if you're uh, a DB or if you're a D lineman. You know, you can be voted in that position if if the rest of the league feels like you're that much of an impact player on that third phase of the game. And I, I think that's important for young, you know, like you said, running backs, DBs, linebackers, DNs to hear that because you know you you may not get that starting receiver spot the first three years, first four years, maybe not even the first ten years of your career. But there's always that special teams opportunity that they're looking for that monster out there, uh, and your your monster yeah. turned went from a you know a 
uh, helmetless hit to to a fan favorite to getting you a uh, a Super Bowl. You ever wear your Super Bowl ring in public? Yeah, just, just you know, uh, flex on people after we after we won it. So like when we were the when we were the active champions, um, I I wore it all the time. Yeah. It didn't matter. <laughs> well, it didn't matter what we were doing. But uh, once once uh, once there was a new champion, uh, once there was a new champion crowned, obviously it it kind of became. Uh, it became a, a special occasions kind of uh, kind of uh, trinket. Um, it's definitely something that that breaks the ice. Uh, yeah, being yeah, able to talk about something, um, it is because it, it follows you around not wearing it, and uh, that's something that I've really had to get used to. Is just um, you that know respect level that you get by winning. Yeah, winner. being being introduced as a champion. You know, you, you you don't have to have the ring in order for somebody to, you know, recognize you for that, you know, for the accomplishments and, uh, you know, the things that, that you've worked so hard for. So that's that's something that was, you know, obviously kind of eye-opening, you know, definitely something that I wasn't expecting that I took notice to. Um, a lot of attention when you're wearing the ring, um, but uh, just... Just the fact that you know you're introduced as a champion is is worth it all in, you know, all in its own. And you you don't you don't even know what it means to the fan base as a, a Eagles fan since I was the day I was born in 1983 at Temple Hospital. Uh, you know, our first championship is 2017. So in our eyes, you know, that whole team are legends for life. You know, and, and yeah, even, even even Doug. You know, I, I you know me personally, and you probably can't say this, but. I thought Doug probably lost the locker room a little bit in that last game, so maybe it was time for him to go. But like I said, you probably can't say this, but I can. Howie, to me, is the real problem in Philly. Um, he should go. I know Laurie is his homeboy, and that's not going to happen, so it's, it's hurting us. But is Philadelphia head coaching job an attractive job right now? Uh, you know, I think Philadelphia is always an attractive job. And uh, as I think that has to do with, obviously, just uh, – that the organization has, um, the players that have gone through there, uh, you know, the city itself, the fan base, um, you know, it's, it's a huge market and, uh, they, you know, they've always been able to find themselves competitive and, uh, you know, their name stays relevant. So, um, uh, it's a good locker room, you know, uh, every year the locker room changes, but as far as the, the core base of, of guys that you want to Fletcher and the veterans around. Are, yeah. Yeah. You know, I still, I, I got a lot of love for those guys. You know, I've, I've put a lot of tears with those guys and, uh, I've had my ups and downs and I always want to see them be successful. I always want to see them do well. And, um, you know, I, I understand that a lot of those guys, they wish well for the, the man that's playing next to them, regardless if it's their first year or if it's going to be their 10th year. Yeah. So, uh, I you know, I, I, I really think, you know, Philadelphia will turn it around. You know, Jeffrey Lurie, you know, he's created an organization that, like I was saying, is appealing to not only players but the coaching staff as well. I think the locker room is already established in, in the sense that, you know, any coach that comes in, they, they got a good base uh, to build from. Um, they'll be able to start, with, you know, obviously I, I hope they're able to figure it out with, um, you know, uh, Carson. You know, he's a he's a starting quarterback in yeah, my mind, man. always will be. So I mean in, in twenty seventeen, way before you and Big Trick Nick for radio purposes, uh <laughs> helped, helped the Eagles win our first Super Bowl, Carson Wentz was on his way to an MVP season. 
uh, a big reason why the Eagles made the playoffs that year before he got injured. So what happened to Carson this year? Because every game I kept saying, this is Carson. He's gone. You know, he's got to come back. He's still there. He's still that great player. Do you do you believe he will be bounced back no matter where he ends up? Yeah, listen, it's 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 football. You know, every every player has has their ups and downs. You know, performance is 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 key. Consistency is key. And, uh, you know, it's it's hard to perform at an elite level every year uh, in the league. And, you know, the, the quicker that you're able to find your balance and the quicker you're able to continuously uh, grow as a player and uh, uh, continue to get better um, is, is when you see guys turn, you know, three, four, five-year careers into eight, nine, ten, you know, three contract careers. Yes. And uh, I believe Carson is, is definitely an elite quarterback in this league. Um, you know, I, I can't speak on, on what's happened to him and, and why he isn't performing at the level that we've all seen him perform at. But um, I'm 100% confident that, that given the, the right circumstances and his ability to be able to, to get his mind back on track uh, will give him an opportunity to, to be able to perform at that level that we've seen him uh, play at, which is an MVP level. So he's a he's a. He's you know, I, I think I think he'll do great things. We we have yet to see the best of Carson Wentz. I agree with that. Hey, Brian, this is Frenchie. Um, do you think he's probably gotten kind of an unfair uh, look because of all the injuries that the Eagles had this year? You know, losing Andre Dillard, um, you know, not having Jason Peters there anymore, and, you know, all the receivers in and out of the lineup. Do you think that kind of led to the season not having a strong offensive line or pass catching group? Yeah, of course. Everything plays a, a part in in the performance of others. You know, if if the quarterback is successful, then you know, majority of the time you're going to have successful receivers. Um, in order for the quarterback to be successful, you have to have a successful line, right? If if you can't protect the quarterback and give him a pocket to throw from, uh, he he's not able to deliver the ball. The timing's off. You're not able to find a rhythm. You know, receivers in and out, there's a lot that goes in, you know, the rhythm that a quarterback and a receiver has. So um, obviously being able to, f- to find that and, and being able to perform at, at top levels in, in the league to be productive and, and win the games that you, that you want to see your team win, you know, it, it, it creates work. And uh, when, you, when you got injuries and, and your quarterback's got, you know, pressure in his face, you know, more than any other quarterback in the league, you know, you're not really given, you're not really given the team the best ability to win. Yeah. So, and, um, and me personally, it, as a it, fan, I think that that office issue, you know, issue, but yeah. again, you can't say that <laughs> you, you might be an Eagle again. Yeah. soon. Will, will Carson I mean, be in Philly in September? Well, your honest opinion. Will Carson be in Philly in September? Will he be, be an Eagle uh, in September? Uh, yeah, I can't, I, 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 I don't, I don't have anything to say on that. You know, I, I hope that that both Carson and Philadelphia are able to work it out to where they uh, where they both feel comfortable moving forward. But uh, I agree. You know, I, I definitely believe Carson is is going to make the best decision for him and his family, and rightfully so. Yeah, I, I'm hoping he's our quarterback. I think he's our coach, honestly. And um, you know, just like Houston, which we'll get into in a second, uh, I think it's a um, I think we it's a good problem to have. We have a good we have a great quarterback right now. Keeping him, we should be figuring out how to make this contract work and how to move forward with him. And uh, if we don't, I think Carson deserves an opportunity to go somewhere fresh, whether it's the Colts, Miami, um, Houston, uh, 
Bears, wherever it may be, I, I think he deserves an opportunity to get ready to win right now because I still think Carson has it, and I agree with you. Like he he could be MVP next year, he can be comeback player of the season next year, and I wouldn't be shocked at all. Um, but yeah. speaking of Houston and your other your original team, uh, should Deshaun Watson force his way out at this point? Do you do you if you were him, would you feel disrespected at this point? Uh, you know, as a player, obviously you you need to protect your own. Yeah. And, the business. Uh, you know, I feel like Deshaun, um, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, when, when you see great players like that get caught in situations where, you know, organizations, um, you know, are in control like they are, uh, it's fortunate, you know, I, I never would have wanted to see that during my career. And, uh, it's just, you know, there's a, a certain level of empathy that, that but, uh, again, as a, pl- a former player, you know he's he's gonna he he just needs to make the decision that's gonna best protect him and his family, that's gonna make him feel comfortable for him to be able to perform at at, at his and and feel comfortable with that moving forward. You know you you never want to you never want to see a player have to make career decisions like this at such a young age and Man, then have it affect them negatively. And, yep. Yeah. The same with so, Carson. And and I think Deshaun yeah. has even more leverage. I know it's a different sport, but Harden leaving Houston, I think, gives Deshaun even more leverage. He is their last, and I to anyone else on the team or on any other Houston, uh, but he is their mega star, and they just lost Harden. They that city needs Deshaun, you know, and it's his choice. And if he feels disrespected, then maybe a new smart new start for him, you know, could work out. Um, you know, maybe trade Wentz for Deshaun Watson. You know, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I see that. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind that we so don't know. It's it's very it's very hard for us to to be able to to speak on it and and have an educated and, voice yeah, on it. Yeah, all we can do is give opinions is, and start rumors. Yeah, <laughs> but it, I mean, it it is a conversation. So yep. Uh, I I just I you know I wish him the best. Obviously, you know he's he's got a lot of great football ahead of him, and uh, you know he's he's gonna help make any organization that he does play for better and uh that's what you that's what you like to see yeah um obviously i i hope it works out best for him i i agree for both of them him and carson i hope they both get a line that you know protect those guys right. uh you're from spokane right yes sir is it spokane or spokane 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 yeah, i always uh, i lived in the tri-cities in kennewick for a little while and i always said spokane it, and they the looks i get um but does it does that automatic automatically make you a zaga fan uh yeah, you know I I, I grew up I, I was never a fan of basketball but um I if you could call me a bandwagon fan it would definitely be the Zags. I mean that sure. was, that's your only team in that city right besides a uh, maybe minor league baseball. Yeah yeah as far as yeah so uh, the team that wins yeah for sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah okay you know um Eastern Eastern Washington Eastern Washington uh, is there okay. That's right. They, uh, they're in Cheney, which is like a kind of a, a sub city of of Spokane. It's within Spokane County, and they've had some good um, seasons, Eastern Washington. So I can't hate on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple years ago, uh, they won the uh, D one Double A, I believe, national championship yep. in football. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they've played well in uh, volleyball uh, as well. But uh, but yeah, are your are your number uh, one Jag? Or your number one Zags, are they built to win a championship this year or is it going to be another tournament upset as it has been? No disrespect, but it's uh, you know, we get yeah, hyped about oh, you know we get hyped about them during the season, like, oh, mid major is on top now, and then we get to the the upset and the the bracket busters. Yeah, 
you know, it's definitely to see. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'd I'd like to see him finish one out for sure. But uh, you know, they've they've always played well. I don't I, I don't know what it is. You know, uh, I, I you know I was used to it in high school. I guess. Yeah, you know, it seems like they always won. Last twenty five years, they were always winning. Yeah, yeah. And then for some reason, something happens in the tournament. But yeah, I'd like to see him finish it out. Uh, I got to get out of here in about three minutes, but explain this process to me of uh, free agency, man. It kicks off March 17th and free agency goes through, I think, week 10. So are you allowed to talk to teams right now and today in January or how does that work? Yeah, no. Nah, so, I mean, free agency really works. Uh, it depends on like, OK, so if you're restricted, then the team owns your rights. So are essentially first to offer uh, first to, I guess, pass. So, you know, you have to negotiate with them. So when you see free agents sign three-year contracts, uh, rookie free agents, those are restricted free agents. So the third year comes up, they're restricted. They have to negotiate with the team. After the fourth year, then they're unrestricted. Usually that's when you see, like, the draft picks, the higher draft picks. They sign four-year deals. After their fourth, uh, they either have a fifth year option or, you know, in their third year, they negotiate for a long-term extension. Um, see you, you know, it opens in March, like you were saying, and then, uh, you're able to sign with, uh, any of the teams that are available that you want a roster. Um, as long as you're not restricted or there isn't an, another team that owns your rights, like let's say you're on injured reserve or like you have to be cleared and, and, either released from the team after everything's said and done, or uh, there has to be some kind of waivers, clearing waivers. I never really experienced that, so I don't know too much about it. Yeah, Um, Leave it to the agent at that point, right? (laughs) Yeah, but I do know that, like, right now, just because, like, I'm a veteran, um, you know, I I talk to any team as of now and be under – the impression that let's say they they want to sign me to a futures deal i'll sign a contract with them that says you know coming up this camp if something goes wrong you know i could be brought in the squad or something like that or evaluated or they would want to say we'll bring you in for camp and evaluate you then or something like that or so a little quicker path almost yeah okay so there's 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 differences and then obviously throughout the season you know you have your agent that keeps your name on the board saying, Hey, you know, my athletes ready, blah, blah, blah. If something happens, let's say every Tuesday they have workouts, they'll bring somebody in, maybe a group of two or three linebackers and they'll work us out and, uh, evaluate us through the workout. We'll go through physicals and then they'll decide whether or not they want to keep us or, or whether or not, you know, they need us in the future. They have a recent workout with us and know that they can bring us in. He is NFL free agent Brian Brayman. I appreciate you joining us, man. Good luck this off season, and you got to make it to Des Moines to uh, come party with me and Chris sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris has been telling me a lot about it, so I'm ready to come check it out. Yep. Uh, hopefully, we can get you back on in a couple weeks for Super Bowl. I think about this as well. So I appreciate your time. Yeah. Man. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yep. Still to come in the second hour, we got former Jaguars running back Tavian Banks with the bank on it statement and comedian Big O. Dante Powell, and of course, D3 and 3 is Go Deep with your host, Tyreek. Welcome back to Go Deep. I'm your host, Tyreek. Trying to get Frenchie in line here. Uh, I don't know if you heard it the first hour, but Frenchie now has like three jobs. So he comes in here dragging, but 
he's been pretty motivated. His D3 and 3 is up here in about four minutes, so I know that will definitely get him motivated. Special shout-out to Brian Braben, uh, former Texan, Eagles, and now NFL free agent. Joined us in the last hour. Great content um, back for Super Bowl week, along with uh, some other players. Uh, big shout-out to Justin Cochran from Lost Range CBD. Gave us a little background on CBD, the difference between marijuana, the benefits, the legalities of it. Uh, he joined us in the first hour, so special thanks to him, and hopefully we'll have him back in about a month to update us on any new laws as we start to progress with a new administration who uh, claims to be loosening up on the, some of the CBD and marijuana laws. Um, so I wanted to get Justin on and ask some questions about that for Frenchie. I know he wants to dabble, and he's not sure if he's going to go to jail or not. Uh, so appreciate Justin Cochran for that one, lostrangecbd.com. Uh, if you missed it about 30 minutes ago, uh, 90s rock band Firehouse will be performing live at Horizon Event Center in Clive, Iowa. March 19th, tickets on sale this Saturday, January 23rd. Head to horizoneventcenters.com. That's horizonevents with a S, center.com for details and limited. Their cap capacity is 3,000 and limiting tickets to under 1,000. So stay for Firehouse, March 19th, live at the Horizon Event Center. Uh, as I mentioned, still plenty to come. Uh, we talked in the first hour about former Cubs NFL exec uh, and former now GM of the Mets, Jared Porter. He fired off 60-plus text messages, all left on red. And so what did he do? This genius plan, Eureka, I know what will get her attention. Let's fire off a package pick. Now, fellas, this is not where we start. First of all, if that was my daughter, by the 15th, left on red text message that you sent, I'm at your door. I'm at your neck. I, I got a problem with it. And I, I, I look at the world a little differently now that I have two daughters. Um, and as I told Frenchie earlier in the first hour, even if we all had that one package pick, get out of free jail free card, that's one. You shouldn't have sent the one. So if that's your get out of jail free card, it's got to be a wrap after that job now as a, as a Mets GM. There, there might be jail time. There, there can't be a restraining order because we can still we can still text still reach out and you know the fact that this reporter felt she had she couldn't say anything for these first 60 messages of harassment and then she can finally feel like someone's going to believe her once the package pick came which and even, even know, then she waited four years even then she waited four years so uh, some might call her an opportunist but who cares that take that opportunity the fact that a female you know we have female reporters now we have female refs we have female coaches they're awesome. we know the protocols we know how to try to keep it safe for them but if we're letting executives from teams off 60 plus messages and then a package pick. I know Frenchie probably would have fired it off by the 10, 10th text message. When's the last time you fired off a package pick? Never. Frenchie? Never. <laughs> we, we need to get a lie detector in here. Uh, and as I mentioned, you might have a good eye, Joe Free, for the first one. And I don't even think you should because whoever you sent it to doesn't think you should have a good eye, Joe Free card. She thinks you deserve to be in jail for firing off your package. And it's not as pretty as we think it is, fellas. I don't care how it looks helicoptering in the mirror. It's not going to look the same on someone's uh, phone, especially when it's unexpected. And if she is asking you for double think where that might end up on the Twitter universe after you send it. So, you know, and, you know, the people that do call her an opportunist because it's been four years since this altercation went down in 2016 an opportunist for what to expose someone who was harassing her and then sexually harassing her. I, I don't know what the. What would do with that except expose someone who should be exposed like i said by the 15th i probably the sixth unanswered message to my daughter that you sent i i'm at your house possibly with a weapon making threats and being real serious about it 
Um, you know, Frenchie, you mentioned the first hour after the second text. That's when you stop. You fall back. Yeah. You know, I, I'm more of the, hey, big head, if you don't respond, I'm going to leave you alone. I might drunkenly dumps, And then if you don't respond, I'm really done. But there's no 60 plus text. There's no 40. And we got to get to a point where okay telling on us and and feeling like someone believes them and we asked justin cochran from lost range last hour and he said the first i asked him how can we fix this you, know, you lose your job as mets gm even though it happened four years ago when you were with the cubs uh but you you might need to do jail time to scare that next mets gm from doing the same thing justin said we simply got to believe women we got to we got to take their word for it the first time and follow up with evidence they can't be guilty or lying until proven correct it's got to be the other way around and i you know I, I might have changed my views now that I have daughters, but I got to agree with the man. And, you know, I'm over here to get out of jail free card for your first one you sent. Most people are going to think you need to be in jail for that first one. So let's let's not, first of all, send off 60 plus text messages left on red, fellas. Let's get a hint after three. There's way too many dating sites out here. Uh, Christian Mingle, Bumble, Grinder, Tinder, whatever floats your boat, Hinge. Frenchie, which one do you use? I used Tinder, and that's how I met my future wife. Ah, so. see, if Frenchie can meet his future wife without firing off 60 text messages and a package pick, then you, my friend, can do the same. There's an app out there for you that will not send you to jail the moment you put that first profile pick up there that's uh, lewd, rude, and crude. Uh, so I, I digress. So I'm, I'm going to leave that one alone. We'll, uh, we still have Tavian Banks coming up for the uh, Bank Tavian about the last time he fired off a package pick. I don't know if I want to know. I'm, uh, sure, but, I'm sure Dante will have a good one-liner for it. <laughs> Dante Powell with the big O. I'm sure his big O will include maybe the oddball of the week being Jared Porter. Uh, so he's still to come in about 20 minutes. And uh, I think we're going to jump into this D3 and 3 by Frenchie. We, we don't have much time, so we're going to keep him limited to 3. And I'm going to be watching the clock this time, Frenchie. Let's uh, hear that well-produced segment you got. Can't forget the little guys. Don't forget the little guys. It's time for D3 and 3 with producer Frenchie. Three minutes dedicated to Division Three sports in the state of Iowa. We to get up. All right, so kind of a fun story this week. You know, last week I told kind of, you know, an inspirational story with uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, another guy I know, JoJo McNair. He plays uh, football and baseball at Warper College. JoJo. Uh, he's a guy that from his freshman year talked about he wants to go to the NFL. You know, there's been a handful of D3 guys drafted. Uh, who played a long time for the Bills and Seahawks, came out of co-college in the same conference as Warburg. This guy is a do-it-all player. Um, he started out a uh, all first-team all-conference cornerback as a freshman, five interceptions, couple touchdowns, a kick returner, could do a little bit of everything. Uh, my, that was my senior year when he was a freshman. They graduated uh, Griffin Brennick, Riley Brockway, two of the most prolific wide receivers the school's ever had. So the next year, they needed some help at wide receiver. He They moved him corner and doing return job and stuff like that. Also played some wide receiver and had a huge year for them. In two seasons, a wide receiver has, I believe, over 1,000 yards and 15 touchdowns. His goal is to have a 1,000-yard season as a wide receiver this coming year because uh, with Division three, they had to move football to the spring, football and volleyball to the spring because otherwise they weren't going to have the seasons. And the biggest thing that I think takes away from him is, you know, he wants to be an NFL player. I think he's got the talent, size to, you know, at least get a look at from some training camps. Um, I know that Warburg's had a couple players that have had scouts come and watch him work out, or at least, you know, did a virtual workout or something. So I think he's got a good chance. But the biggest thing that I think uh, sucks for him is he's got to pick now football over baseball. 
three years on the baseball team, three-time all-conference player as a leadoff hitter and center fielder. Judas, if you can tell us, freakishly athletic. But hit his freshman year, he was his player, was a leadoff hitter, center fielder, hit over 300 for them in his first season as a uh, Warburg Knight for the baseball team. So I, I feel bad for JoJo because he's not going to get to play his senior but I'm telling you, if there are any NFL scouts that are looking for uh, the next, you know, small town kid that can come in and do something big, JoJo McNair, corner, returner, wide receiver. I think they'll probably even run, you know, end arounds and special plays for him to get some carries this season. He is a true star player. So I think JoJo McNair, a name to watch when uh, you look at how spring football is going to go for Division Three this year. It's a weird year with... Uh, COVID and he's going to have a good chance to put some numbers up in his final season with Orford Knights. You heard Brian Brayman last hour. He's you know, the NFL roster lies on the special teams. So, you know, tell your buddy, go hard on those special teams. You know, any position counts when you try to make it to the next level. So, uh, great segment D3 and 3 by Frenchie and right on three minutes. Man, he's getting good at that part. I mean, he's. Fidgety on everything else and then smooth sailing when it comes to that D3 and 3. <laughs> that moment that Mike comes on is a whole new Frenchie out here. Uh, we didn't have time to open up the phone lines in the first hour, so we'll, of course, open up the phone lines at the bottom of this hour. 514-1350, 515-244-1350, probably around 1045-1050, 515-244-1350. Call in and talk about your favorite show. Um, I mean, talk about your favorite team. Talk about your order firing off these packet picks. Package picks uh, after 60 unread messages. I, I just can't fathom even sending more than five before things get crazy out there. Uh, I, I don't know. I digress. Uh, sneaky pick this week. Trent Balky, official GM of the Jaguars. Sneaky great move because he was the GM when Joe, uh, Jim Harbaugh was with the Niners and they had that great Harbaugh era run to the Super Bowl. And now he has Urban Meyer, another college football coach. So keep your eye on that. I do think the Jaguars are going to be legit in the next two to three years because it's not a hard division to take over. Titans are going to lose some coaches. Houston's in a flux. And uh, I don't even want to talk about the Colts right now, but we'll see who their quarterback is. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up after the Davian Banks Bank On It segment. And of course, the Big O in about 30 minutes with Dante Powell. This is Go Deep. You're tuned in to Go Deep, 1350 ESP. Uh, I die. 60 plus text messages. 60. And then had the bright idea, Eureka, let's fire off a package pick. That'll get her attention. That won't send me to jail. That won't lose my job. That'll get her attention because the other 63 text messages didn't work. Ah, uh, I digress. Join here with Tavian Banks, former Jaguars running back. Uh, Tavian, when's the last time you fired off a package pick unsolicited? Fired off a package pick. Hey, <laughs> right. this is radio friendly, <laughs> sir. Uh, but your boy, Jared Porter, former now former GM of the Mets, uh, four years ago when he was with the Cubs upper, upper office, he sent 60 plus text messages to a female reporter to no response on any of them. You know, I would have stopped at one, maybe two. Uh, and then <laughs> then by 63 at no response, he decided to fire off a picture to her. And now it's yeah. coming back, calling her opportunist, opportunist for bringing it up four years later. And I'm saying, you know, we got to make it to a point where females feel okay, women feel okay saying this happened to her after five or 
10 text messages and being believed because we probably wouldn't believed her and said that she was uh, up for a cash grab then uh, until that package pick was fired. At what point do you think, fellas in general, it's okay to fire these off unsolicited, especially when she's not responding? <laughs> I don't know. Like some, some uh, unfortunately, some some men out there just uh, on a different level um, sometimes with things, and they they don't have the the, the knowledge or the know how to that they should be stopping or not even doing that that type of stuff. So how, um, so how, I, how do I would, we fix it? I would this? also assume that um, he's she's probably not. And he's probably done that. That's too, what I said. This is not his first firing. <laughs> this is not his first firing off of the package pick. I mean, but yep. how, how do we how do we fix it, especially in the sports world? Because now we have we have female reporters, we have female coaches, we have female refs who have to be in a mm-hmm. locker room at certain points in a game, who have to be oh, lunch meetings and dinner meetings and on the field. How do we make an example? Because now he's a poster child again. You know, we've mm-hmm. had many of them, but now he's the newest. He lost his job, but do we? Mm-hmm. Is this jail time? This is harassment. This is if, if someone uh, sent your daughter fifteen unanswered. I mean, that's uh, again probably like a legal process that he'll have to go through or whatever the case. But um, to me, I, I think like women should report it or whatever or tell authorities as soon as it happens. Do you think? Do you think they would have believed hold it? On to it or anything? Do you think uh, or or made a big deal out of it? They look at her phone. Ah, he sent you ten text messages. What's the big deal? Ah, he sent you twenty text messages. What's the big deal? No, I, I mean I think it's a very big deal. If Me it's not too. Responding and things like that. <laughs> yeah. just, you know, it's, it's very very much harassment. Um, it's just you know again, it's not putting her in a, in a good place or anything like that too. Uh, obviously, because she's she's going to have to deal with him at at some point or or capacity or whatever the case. Too. Yeah, and now she's getting um, harassed. Just, you know, in social media yeah. world. Uh, do you have yep. you have a son and daughter or what? What kids? Yeah, I, I have a I have a daughter. Yes, eight years old. So. Okay, and I, <laughs> and I agree. I have an eight year old and four year old, and I I mm-hmm. thought of the world differently since I've had daughters. You know, and this is oh, where yeah. this yeah. is where I think totally if different. if a guy, you know, I send that hey big head text message. If no one responds, I, that's it. It's lost in the world. Yeah. I, at no yep. point do I say let's send off even five more and then fire off a, a package pick. You know, if, right. if if a guy sent your daughter, if a guy sent your daughter fifteen unanswered, you know, where she just left them on red and she said, "Dad, you know, this is 15. Oh, yeah. What are you, what are you doing? How do you respond to that? Because I'm showing up at his house. You know, how uh, are you responding well, yeah, to that I the mean, right I'll, way? I'll be contacting. Uh, I'm assuming, you know, if my daughter's still young or whatever the case may be, I'll be showing. Yeah, up or at, the, at any know, age, contacting the parents or whatever the case may be. Yeah. like you know, this this got to stop or whatever, whatever it is. But even if she's thirty five years know. old and says, "Dad, this dude is you know sent me twenty text messages and oh, I haven't sure. responded," like, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely showing up at his work <laughs> yes. or something or whatever wherever he's at. <laughs> like uh, we we need to step outside real quick. Yes, just, uh, let me let me just talk to you real quick. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm at his. Uh, I'd be at his neck basically. Uh, tell, <laughs> yeah. tell me this if you had a son um you know patrick yeah. mahomes kind of got pile drived in the game last week there's a lot of controversy about it but obviously he had a concussion uh, he's got up walking funny yep. uh now with this risk and we know uh, so much more about it than when you played football uh yep. if you had a son or even your daughter would you mm-hmm. encourage them to play football would you be pushing them to play football like that or are you saying stay away or just letting them decide no uh, to be honest with you like um Football, you know, like it, it's not any different, like than even even like soccer players and things of that nature get, are getting, you know, concussions and and things. Also, um, football isn't like more, you know, I would say, like dangerous than than a lot of other sports out there. You, yes, I mean they Violent. have helmets on and things like that, 
but still very violent. You know, it does. It does still happen in other time also. Yes. Agreed. Um, I don't, I, I just let my kids, you know, like whatever sport they pick, I, I'm not pushing them towards something, you know? So if he, if, you know, my son wants to play football or whatever case, I'll let him, but I, I, I'm not like discouraging him from playing the sport. You know, if you, if, if he wants to choose to do that. Did you ever play with a concussion? Oh yeah. I mean, like back when I was playing, it wasn't, you, you didn't get diagnosed with a concussion. <laughs> yeah, it, wasn't, it was called you a headache. Got your, you just got your bell rung. I saw stars and all types of, you know, me being a running back, you know, as soon as I get the ball, there's 11 guys trying to tackle me. So I've got hit tons of times, you know, and there's, there's a lot of times that uh, I was on the other sideline, you know, but caught myself <laughs> and walked back <laughs> to my sideline. So, and then you know, you're out there again, the next snap, you know, back then, you know, like they weren't, you know, like you weren't testing or any of that type of stuff for concussions like they do now, yeah. you know, and then even like coaches and stuff back then, you they didn't know, you know, what we do now about, you know, like concussion stuff either. So, like, you know, a, a coach back then was just telling me, okay, just sit down for, you know, like a couple of plays. Then you're going back in the game. So, <laughs> yeah. Time. And, uh, you yes, know, absolutely. speaking of old time coaches, this guy, Jerry, Jeremy Pruitt at Tennessee, he was fired for recruiting violations this past week. Um, yep. Reports say that staff was handing uh, recruits who were on unofficial visits, handing them McDonald's bags with cash in it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. were were these blatant type of violations happening when you're at Iowa when you're in college? Were you getting handed <laughs> bags of cash? Uh, I played the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news: <laughs> Tavian Banks took cash bags. No, <laughs> Bebop's cash that. bags. <laughs> I, have, I have heard that that goes on. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but is so no, is, I, is there it, a way it, to stop this? Do we let it happen? Because in no. my opinion, like I said to go i would take the cash and i think college players should be paid so any booster who yeah. wants to give me cash bring it on because i'm putting my life it, at risk for your ticket sales it's hard to control because there's so many boosters out there there's so many just alumni and all those type of players can run into at any point in time anywhere you know so it's it's hard to, you know i mean all, all like a coach or whatever the case can do is just try players not to take anything and this was the coach giving it to him. This was the coach giving yeah. it to him, though. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about building the team, stacking the team, and he got he got yeah. told on. It yeah, sounds yeah, like from he got told on from Mims, who went to a different school, yeah. so he didn't give him enough money. Yeah. Obviously, and Georgia gave him more and, money, and, and so he went back and, and told. Yep. Un- unfortunately, too, it, it it is a big business, so there are you know meaning like these coaches now are making millions of dollars and and, and stuff like that. There's a lot of pressure to win and win now or have a good program, so. There are going to be, unfortunately, there are going to be some some coaches that try and bend, break, break the rules or whatever the case may be. Yep. You know, because I mean, they're they're in the hot seat. You, you got to win, a man. These, a lot of these coaches right now, some of these big schools. I mean, you're you're in the hot seat as soon as you you uh you know uh, take the job. Yep, I agree with that. So let's let's jump into this uh, bank on uh, segment. Speaking of win, Frenchie uh, yep. said he's got something special coming for you next week. Uh, I, apparently, he has like three jobs now, so it's not going to be ready till next week. So we have that first oh, one for you. Come on, Frenchie. You know, I, I just think yeah. he doesn't like you. I, I think he's secretly a Cyclone fan and just despised you. Know you. But uh, let's jump into a, it, Frenchie. Like you know, <laughs> uh, <20 minutes. laughs> seconds to put this together for you, but I guess <laughs> you have it, you're having another week. Hey, to okay. be fair, I work Saturday mornings. <laughs> oh, see, okay. oh, here, here comes the excuses again. That. Every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Fire it off, Frenchie. And just like that, it was gone. 
with former Iowa Hawkeye great Tavian Banks. There you go. At least we got to the, you know, the original is the best one he's had so far. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, he got a little confusing with the other ones. Um, all right. So last week you had your playoff picks. Just, we're going to keep it moving with the uh, conference championships here. We got Buc- yeah. Buccaneers traveling to Lambeau Field to face the Packers. Packers are favored by three. You got old man Tom Brady or almost old man Aaron Rodgers winning this. Right. I mean, God, the Brady just, you know what I mean, Tampa Bay. You kind of want to see him do it, right? I hate Brady, but I kind of want to see him do it. Yeah. I mean, I I like Tom Phil and stuff and, you know, things that he keeps doing and stuff. Um, It's just, God, Green Bay looks tough. Tough. You know what I mean? Even their defense stepped up last week. It's it's in Lambeau. You know, it's going to be cold. You know, Brady been down. In that warm weather this whole yeah, time, beat up in Tampa. <laughs> but but he did come from New England. Obviously, he played like many a playoffs. What a difference a year will make, weather. though. You know, he's yeah. he's, he's softened <laughs> up. I, those hands are softer. Who you got? Oh uh, yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna go with Green Bay. Unfortunately. Okay, you're taking a home. You know, I want to go with points. Tampa Bay, but I, I'm gonna go with Green Bay. Okay, I'm gonna take the upset on that one. I think Tampa Bay is gonna make it to the Super Bowl this year, uh, oh, ma- ma- mainly because of their defense. I think any other quarterback would have went to Tampa Bay this year. Wentz, whoever, Nick Foles, I still think they'd be in this position. Uh, but, you know, you. Tom Brady missed a lot of big passes this season, but he is Tom Brady's, and the playoffs is where he yep. shines. So, uh, yep. next we got the Bills at Arrowhead. Chiefs are favored by three points as well, as long as Mahomes doesn't sit. If he doesn't sit, the Bills will be favored by three and a half. It's like Mahomes will be playing that, you know, how you guys used to do it, what concussion. Uh, so, who right. <laughs> for that game? <laughs> I'm going with Bills Mafia. Oh, you know Frenchie, I mean? you like, hear that? Just- <laughs> yes, it's just you know, like again, you got to get hot at the right. They're doing it. They got they've hot been, before the season ended. Been, He's yeah. not getting. Well, yeah, I mean they've been they've been building a you know uh, back to a great you know program or what you know like the case may be. So they've been working on this this path for a while now. So I think I think they're going to do the upset. They deserve it, man. I, we we're talking about yep. uh, coaching lineage. And Andy mm-hmm. Reid, man, what he's done for the NFL. McDermott, yes. you know, John Harbaugh. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. My coach fired. The enemy who should have a head coaching job, you know, by next right. week. There's so many opportunities that Andy Reid has awarded, you know, black, mm-hmm. white, doesn't matter. He's he's yep. put people on where you look at bill check coaches and about yep. 80% of them fail miserably, Absolutely. Like, you know, yep. in, in public's eye. So, okay, oh, yeah. we got we got your picks marked down, man. Um, do me a favor and no more unsolicited package picks. I know in college you probably got yeah. I know sororities might even be an action for nah, at that point. But remember, so this is I'm dating myself again. So like when I was in college, there weren't we didn't have cell phones or anything like that. So we, we brought we brought that up in the first hour as you know back then you either took a Polaroid and dropped it off at the parents' house or you went to a Walmart yeah. one hour photo from your yeah. from, from your Kodak. And uh, yeah. sent it off. But who was that first guy in 2003, maybe, who said, you know what? This phone sends pictures? What? Well, give me a second here. Let me see. I got an idea. You know, but well, I, did, I did get a, a cell phone in my rookie season. Uh-oh. In, in From a booster. So From a booster. But, again, they weren't They weren't doing the – it wasn't – it was the old, like, Nokia phone. Yeah, playing Snake. You know, like, taking pictures or, <laughs> or text messages. None of that stuff was, was ready yet. Yeah, I had a pager. So, obviously, the booster got you that phone because those were expensive. <laughs> Back, man. <laughs> but we'll save that for another week, man. Uh, next week, we'll be talking Super Bowl. All right. All right. You ready for Looking that? Forward to it. All right. We appreciate yep. you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you. Yep. Still to come, we got Big O, Dante Powell with your Offensive Player of the Week. This is. 
go deep. Welcome back to Go Deep with your host, Tyreek, live from the Horizon Event Center Studios. Uh, always a good time with Tavian Banks, former NFL Jaguar running back and about six other teams, I believe. <laughs> uh, he just joined us last segment. Um, shout out to former or NFL agent Brian Brayman, who joined us in the first hour, and Justin Cochran from Lost Range CBD, who joined us in the first hour, talking CBD, and uh, he can have it in your mailbox. And you use promo code PLAYER at lostrangecbd.com and you get 10% off for the Go Deep show. So go check that out, lostrangecbd.com. It is legal in your state and can show up to your mailbox. Uh, we're going to jump into this big O segment here in a second. I'm joined with comedian Dante Powell. Dante, before we jump in, I want to play this uh, highlight for you uh, and then we'll talk about it. Um, who's your pick to to win this game? Can Saints do it? Obviously, oh, I know your pick. Saints. but easy money. Easy money, easy. is it? Easy. What happened to your aints, homeboy? Easy easy uh well you know drew Brees' arm oh we're gonna put this all on breeze we're gonna put this all on i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. absolutely no so jared cook ruined my season that's (laughs) what happened you're not gonna give winford jr you know his dad was a db he knew what he was doing there i mean the body that was that was that was a that was a horrible fumble i mean the the timing it just yeah you saw what it it did to the sideline yeah i think had had he not fumbled that ball we would have going away and that was just the opening that the Bucks needed. So, yeah, I, I think I was I, I would have been proven correct to that point. And then when that happened, I just I was like, all right, I'll go and like I'll go do something literally else, and like didn't watch the rest of the game. Punch I walls. <laughs> yeah, I knew what was happening. I, and I, I got sources. I got sources saying that you out in these streets wearing Chiefs hats now. So you're you're a Chiefs fan all of a sudden. That's not correct. If anything, if <laughs> anyone, news. I'm gonna root. I'm gonna root for Aaron Rodgers because um, okay. I just like him. I, okay. I think he's a great dude. Great, great personality. I do. You know, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a Brady fan by any means, and I, I've always just hated on that dude so hard. But I would love to see Buccaneers win, and that's more on a Bruce Arians and Leftwich level than it is for uh, Tom Brady. I think if any quarterback, uh, a number of quarterbacks, I shouldn't say any, but a number of quarterbacks, if they went to the Buccaneers with what they had already with that defense and and weapons and then adding Gronk and Brown, I I, I don't think that's going to win this championship, but I do think they're going to yeah. play upset or at least cover the three points. It's going to be close, I think. I don't I don't see Packers blowing out. You know, it's going to, Brady might have his turnovers, but Bucks defense is going to slow down Rodgers in the run game, in my opinion. I mean, I, I actually like Brady too. So I like I wouldn't I don't care if he went it, at this point everyone left I'm kinda okay with. I'm like, all right, you know, the Bills, they had they had their uh four Super Bowl run and never got one. So it'd be nice if they got one and you know, I, I'm just kinda at this point I'm allowed to just root and see what I like Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and you know, I You're making Frenchie and, blush in here. <laughs> but I mean, I, at this point, I don't have any rooting interest, so I'm just like, all right, let's just see the best football we can. Who you got winning the Super Bowl? Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers in the pass out. Yeah. It, it, it would make sense. He's having an incredible year, and you know they drafted his backup, so he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, yeah. Tavian just mentioned how hot the Bills are, and I've been betting on the Bills just because they have been hot. They've been covering. They, you know, they're hard to ignore. Even though yeah. they are just the no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, we know they went four loss <laughs> every time, which is just painful as a fan base. Uh, so I, I'm excited for them, but I I think we got two great games. I think probably the four best teams in the league are playing each other this weekend, and I'm excited about that. And uh, that's no dig to your Saints. I'm just saying they weren't they ain't they ain't it. 
what's up with your boy uh Jared Porter, man? Former Jet uh Mets GM uh was with the Cubs four years ago when he fired off sixty text messages left on red, and at that point by sixty two, sixty three, he was like, You know what, Eureka, I got an idea. I got a plan, fellas. Here's how we're gonna get our attention. We're gonna fire off a package pick. How many how many text messages do you usually send unanswered before you fire off that package pick? I will literally lose interest before I remember to text someone. So I don't like <laughs> That's an easy way out of that question. I need to get a lie detector on the phone and in here. Frenchie's No, 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 no. Don't don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Like I'll send the I'll send the package pick, but it's gonna be <laughs> you I'll put it three or four times yeah. to send it. You know? Is the thing. And even Actually, when she's acting, I'm thinking, like, where in the Twitter universe is this picture going to end up? Why do you want to, you know, these aren't, you know, we might think it's pretty in a in a, in a in the mirror helicopter or whatever you might do, <laughs> but it's they're not pretty, and they're abrasive when you're not expecting it, you know? Well, here's the thing. So, for the, for the listeners, if you, if you go out and you buy my album, The Squirrels Get Fat, the closing joke on my album is in those pictures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, look, man, it's a, it's a reality we have. But the thing is, you can't be out here harassing like that. Like there's a a line of delineation there that's as thick as I am. He was you cannot. You absolutely cannot harass people. He if was not answering your texts. Leave him alone. Yeah, he was harassing her way before he sent that package pick. I mean, and, <laughs> yeah. I, and I might just look at this differently because I may have harassed people before. But man. 60 plus text messages. I mean, at six, seven, you got to start thinking, right? 15, yeah. 20, 25. Ah, she might call the cops. 35, 40. Ah, somebody might kill me. 60 in a package pick? Dude, is, there's mental issues there or just something is not going through. But how, how do we fix it? Because as I mentioned all show, female NFL refs, we have female reporters, we have female coaches, we have a lot of females, family members in the inner locker rooms, in these personal environments where there's rules, code of conducts. But there's no real punishment. Yeah, he lost his job, but my man should be in jail. If you send my daughter 60 messages and then a package pick, I'm at your neck, you know, and I, I that yeah. should be self-defense for me. The thing is, like, as dudes, we kind of hold each other a little more accountable. Yes. We got to. I hate to know, say it because I don't want to be held accountable, but we do. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's the reality we live in. We We have to be better. I know we, like, joke about these things, like, you know, uh, when a certain person who had been president said something derogatory about women. He said it was locker room talk. Yeah. But we have to police the locker room differently. We have to adjust the way we talk to each other and what we expect from each other. And it's like, I'm not saying we can't joke about things. I'm a comedian. I love jokes. Yeah. It's been, and we have the harsher to, the better sometimes when you're a comedian, but, right. but, but, but we have to be mindful that if it's, if it's leading to violence in that way, uh, or or we're in a position of power, we can't be abusing that with uh, respectful because, like, at the absolute core of it, we just need to treat women like people. Like, we just need to treat them like humans. Man, we got to start trusting them. And, and you know, it, it's, it goes back to the black and white thing. It goes back to the uh, homosexual thing. Just, you, you got to, whether they're a minority or weaker or whatever you have in your head, how you should treat them. It's things that got to change now. And I say this because I have two young daughters and I'm going to end up in prison because someone <laughs> said, and I don't care if my daughter is eight when it happens, 15 when it happens or 45 when it happens, my 70 year old ass will be at your door with a weapon. 
you sent her 20, 20 text messages, 60 is just crazy. And especially for an executive, I feel like if I'm the Nets, the Mets GM, I'm walking into any bar in New York or across the country and saying, I'm the Mets GM. And I feel like that's enough. Drop, drop draws, you know, and if that doesn't happen, there's Tinder, there's Hinge, there's Grinder, whatever floats your boat. There's these apps out here, Christian Mingle, Match.com. There are ways for you to find love, find uh, fornication. There's OnlyFans. Like you can, you, yeah, you can go to Dante's OnlyFans if you really need that yeah. kind of attention. He responds. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Frenchie said he usually sends three text messages, messages, then a package pick, and then he stops. Two, and then a package pick, and then he stops. <laughs> hey man, but Frenchie's a different he's world, an animal. Like, but now he's about to marry his Tinder date. So, uh, you know, he's engaged now to his girl he met on Tinder, and he, he fired off a package pitch, pick the first, the first message. That's you know? how he proposed. He just put the ring on it and was like, "What you think <laughs> oh, about no. this?" Oh, oh no, oh he's no, like, we're gonna get it resized and <laughs> a little bit, but that's hope. It'll work. That's hope. <laughs> I'm, Frenchie, I did my part to help you, brother. He's trying to save you. It's just getting worse. It was just turning to Howard Stern for a second. Uh, we're going to get into this big O. I'm hoping that uh, Jared Porter wasn't your big eyeball all the week because he, uh, I, I, I say I digress, but man, we, we got to fix this. We joke about it, like you said, but um, Justin Kirk from Lost Range CBD, we got to start trusting women and believing them and letting them feel Absolutely. okay. To, let them feel okay to go to their boss and say, hey, this uh, Mets GM sent me five text messages. I think this might get ugly soon. Look at these. Because right now, I feel like her boss would be like, ah, it's the Mets GM. You know, put that away. Or or he'd say, use it as a story because you're a reporter. You know, it's it shouldn't be well, a, shouldn't have to be a weapon, but because it's four years later, they're acting like she's using it as a weapon trying to get a money grab. And to me, it's like she finally felt comfortable. It might be a money grab, and I hope she gets her right. money. Because he should have never sent 60 texts, you know? Right. As an aside, real quick, before I go into the big O, I think it also would be helpful to just put more suspicion. Yes. Like, the same way, if, if, same way if we talk about putting black as, people. Yeah, if it was a woman working as a GM, then maybe she looks at the situation and says, okay, I'm not going to send this lady a picture of my genitalia. And... <laughs> <laughs> then we don't have that issue at all. Yeah, and maybe she does. I mean, there's women just as uh, blatant, uh, provocative as men, but we just got to know in the workplace and in general, it just doesn't sound right. right. Whether it's knocking on my door unsolicited or sending me a picture that I shouldn't be opening and seeing for the first time, not expecting it. Uh, but well, it's an issue. Well, brother, don't open that text I just sent <laughs> you. Um, you ready for the big old? Yes, please. Please, Frenchie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The Big O with comedian Dante Powell. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> All you, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, this week for The Big O, I did. I was going to talk about Jared Porter as the eyeball, but again, I'm in no position to judge. I literally send out Brett Favre's picture Patrick. to people <laughs> sometimes. So I can't. I'm, I'm not here to judge. I just want us all to do better. Okay. The actual big O this week for the uh, offensive performance of the week, I was kind of struggling because it was kind of a down week. Uh, and last night, oddly, uh, Colin Sexton went out for 42 points, five assists, five rebounds with 22 points in overtime in the second overtime as the Cavs beat the Nets 147 to 135. He had 20 straight points in that game. And I thought it was an incredible performance, but that's just my only honorable mention this week. Uh, you know, 
I'm going to give it to Nets star yeah. James Harden, who came out and went for a 30-point triple-double in his Nets debut. 32 points, 14 assists, 12 rebounds. My man went from looking like me to looking like James Harden. Hey, he jumped in the shape impressed. quick. And he had another triple-double <laughs> last night. No, yeah, lo- I don't. no love for my boy. So oh. I... I I gave him some consideration, but he didn't get that first down. Yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he had actually gotten the first down on that play yeah. with that celebration, I would have been like, all right, Chad, good job. But yeah. No. And I, and I had a feeling you weren't going to give it to my boy Curry because he did it to your Lakers. Uh, but Well, look, man, he, he had a great game, but I didn't – there wasn't anything historic or, or anything. Like, he just he won a game that the Lakers kind of – half ass so the second half yeah i agree with that and and sexton man last night um you know the Cavs have won some games this year that look out make man. you look at look them out. and then the trade you know with the harden yeah. trade uh yeah. you know they they are sneaky winners of that harden trade as well so and i think Frenchie mentioned it mentioned it two weeks ago or last week um look out but the nets look out you know i will see how Kyrie fits in here with the ball not in his hands um because I, I think james harden needs more than Kyrie to score I think yeah. Kyrie can score off the ball, and I think Durant can do whatever he wants. Uh, so James I think, is facilitating, though, man. That's dangerous. Uh, that's dangerous because you 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 want him to pass, and when he's but when he's passing the Kyrie slashing or KD anywhere, it's a dangerous combination. But the, yeah. the Cavaliers may have just given a formula: score twenty points straight in a row because no one's playing defense. <laughs> There's no defense on any of those teams. I mean, I think yeah. the, the over was like two fourteen, and they hit like two seventy four. Yeah, so, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you, Dante. We're going to open up the phone lines, 515-244-1350. Dante, next week we're talking Super Bowl, so I'm guessing you're going to have some great big old player options after this weekend because we got two barnstormers coming down this weekend. I'm excited for it, man. If anyone wants to come watch the game with me, uh, make sure you guys tweet me and let me know, and uh, I'll tweet you back one of, my, one of my favorite pictures. Oh, yikes. Okay, I thought you were going to give us a bar to go to, but I, I don't want any pictures back. I, <laughs> You know, was what, what, that a uh, what was that uh, politician's name who sent fired off some package picks? His name was Weiner. Right? Anthony Weiner. Yes. Anthony uh, how yeah. how 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 do you do that? <laughs> how do you, you know they're gonna claim you? You know, you seem like the the name, the name. It's like <laughs> when is this gonna stop? And that's that's my uh, poster child for it. Every five to ten years, happening eighty times a day or more. I mean, Frenchie just fired off two while we've been sitting here. Uh, but it, it's got to come to a point where there's some kind of punishment and Wiener might be in jail. I can't remember. He might have called a charge he, for that. I think he did. Some, he did some other stuff, too. But yeah, but Trump, I just Trump want you to know, I, no. yeah, I'm not sending those pictures. I'm sending a picture of the bill because I expect someone else to pay for it. I was oh, just looking, okay. For, okay. looking for a free mail. Oh, OK. That <laughs> clarifies. You know, I want French to start getting a visual of your face and, and Brett Favre's package all in <laughs> all in James Harden's body. So. Um, <laughs> on that note, I'm gonna let you go, Dante Powell, comedian. Uh, any shows coming up, Dante? Yes, sir. This Saturday. Talking? This Saturday. Tickets still yep. available? Seehe'scomedy.com, 8 p.m. The comedy kickback, baby. The sound of that. Masks are required, and you guys do a great job over there at Teehees as far as social distancing. Uh, so yes, we look forward to seeing you there this weekend, man. I appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, brother. Go deep. Open it. 515-244-1350. Let's talk a little more about your boy, Jared Porter, right after the break. Dante Powell never fails to deliver. That boy is so polished. 
Median Dante Powell with the big O. Uh, he's not wrong, though. Sexton had a great game last night and uh, maybe gave a little formula to how to beat the Nets. But Kyrie's first game back, so I don't think we really have that great of a formula. I, I give him about two or three weeks. Um, I know Harden's balling already, but he basically took a full first half of the season off when he was with Houston. So um, I, the Nets are going to be tough, man. Um, and it's it, it's hard to say with my Sixers in the East, and I feel like the Sixers are doing some good things. And Doc, I trust, and Doc, we trust. He is born for Philly. Uh, so I'm real excited about what we're doing, and I'm glad at this point that we didn't get Harden because it would have shook up our locker room a little bit. Uh, but the Nets are going to be tough. I, I I still think the title goes through L.A. first, and I'm not talking Clippers. I, I you got to put some respect on LeBron's name to assume he's going to do this again. Well, I mean, as of right now, they're still got the best record in the league. They still have arguably the best star power because they've got two top five players. There's no other team in the league that can say that because I still— I, I've never called James Harden a top five player. He's a great scorer, ah, but you, you can't build a title contender around him. Uh, scoring champ, MVP, I, you got to call him. In the last five years, he's a top five player. KD's been out two years, a year and a half. Um, Kyrie hasn't. Kyrie was out for a year, and that year before that with Boston, he wasn't a top five player. I mean, oh, no, I don't call Kyrie. I call him a top ten, uh, but I, I think Harden has to be. Who's your five? Who's your five? So... Before Katie got hurt, he was in there. I would consider putting Harden. Uh, he's been like number six. When I say uh, when I say he's not, he's top your Philip Rivers. No, because number, number Rivers, six, no title. No, because Philip Rivers still didn't win an MVP. Yeah, I true. I just look at James Harden. Yeah, he's a scoring champ, but that's because all they did was give him the ball and let him go to work. I didn't call Russell Westbrook a top five player when he was averaging a triple double. You call Curry a top five player when he was getting the ball and going to work. Yeah, because he yeah, worked oh, yeah. in the flow of the <laughs> offense, and he won a title. He won a title, yes. Uh, so there, he won three titles. So that yes, he is a top five player. But I, I don't, I don't see how his flow of the offense was different than Harden's flow of the offense. It was because Curry's not, ISO. No, it's not. Curry was running off the ball, but uh, first two. And I, I want to talk more. Mark Jackson to Steve Kerr. Curry was an ISO player. It, it became more into Steve Kerr's offense because he realized what he had more in Clay and having Draymond spread the floor a little bit and. And Harrison coming off the bench that he was running around, but Harden was doing it. I mean, you gotta respect Harden. I, I hate I, his attitude. I hate the way he treats his teammates. But you gotta give that boy a top five. Again, I don't disrespect Harden. Yeah, but <laughs> it I'm, sounds like you're disrespecting him. No, because it's six <laughs> in a league of the best players in the entire world. The top five for years that I had ahead of him: LeBron, KD, Steph, um, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. I, I think Anthony, yes, but possibly a reach. I, I, th yeah. I think that that five out of anyone, first of all, you didn't mention Giannis, who I, I would put in top five right now if we're looking at NBA right now. Um, and, and, and Harden, I mean, you look at the top two, LeBron, Harden, Giannis, the last three years, MVP was one of them, or should have been. Last four years. AD, AD got cousins. AD is a, a beast, don't get me wrong. He's a superstar. He deserves a max contract wherever. AD is not going to continuously put up numbers like Harden would, or, or be on a, help his team win continuously to make Harden took his team to the playoffs no matter what extra person he had, whether it's Chris Paul, whether he always had that extra person. But but Anthony Davis didn't. That's what I'm saying. He is, had some young talent for a while, and he okay, had some but good Anthony coaching. Davis did not have a Russell Westbrook, a Chris Paul, a no, Dwight he Howard. He didn't. But I feel like if you ask Harden, Russell Westbrook hurt. 
You know, he wanted him gone. He wanted Chris Paul gone. He yeah, was, that's because he's toxic, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's still he's a top five toxic. I don't know. I I I can see the six, and I can see the argument for anywhere from four to eight, honestly. And looking at today, Kawhi, I got to put in that top five, but Kawhi hasn't. He has consistently, but he hasn't consistently, consistently proven to be that guy for me. I mean, me. he won two titles. He toppled he, two dynasties. Raptors was a great, and I and I hate to put it, he had a great shot on us. But Nick Nurse was a big part of that Raptors championship. Kawhi was the piece that they needed, and that shot he hit on the Sixers was the piece. Uh, by the way, 515-344-1350. But Kawhi, last year, he, you know, you can blame it on George all you want, but Ka- Kawhi didn't come through. You know, and I know Harden doesn't do it in the playoffs, but Kawhi, even towards the end of the regular season, was a uh, a rough looking superstar at best. I'm still saying Kawhi Leonard, two finals championships, yes. two finals MVPs. One with the Spurs where he wasn't the superstar, but he still had a great, I mean, he, he won finals MVP. Yes. Yep. And they beat the the Heatles. And, and I'm not arguing Kawhi for Harden. I'm arguing AD and possibly your four. Uh, well, see, that's what I'm saying is that Harden's not in my top five. But I can see the argument for him being in the top five. Yeah, yep. he's just it's personally right because you. Yeah, I didn't mention Giannis, which to me would push Harden down one more level to put Giannis in there. Oh, wow. and and they have a beef themselves, and you know, obviously the Nets came out on top in that game. But that's gonna be that's gonna be a great series throughout the season, and then in the postseason. I will say the play where he actually hit him in the face of the basketball. I was crying laughing when I saw that highlight the Karma. first time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see them scrap. Obviously, Giannis is twice the size. And, you know, um, Harden made that joke about a year ago saying, oh, I wish I was seven feet and can just get up and stand on my feet and dunk. And, you know, basically saying Giannis doesn't have to try because of his size. And Giannis, after the game the other day, losing, he's like, wake up and start making shots. You know, so a softer throwback. But... This is gonna it's gonna get a little uglier, especially with them both being in the East. We're gonna see them play each other a lot more, and KD will get some of the attention. But that storyline is gonna for the next two years be on Harden and Giannis, especially when it comes down to who gets the championship. And right now, it looks like Harden may get it first between the two teams in the East. Yeah, it's gonna come down to I think who can make a couple defensive stops because both teams are littered with scores. You got got three guys on the. Uh, Nets that can drop 30 points any given night. Yeah. You've got a nightly 30-10 from Giannis. You've got 22 to 25 a game from Chris Middleton. And, you know, anywhere from 17 to 25 from Drew Holiday. The difference is Giannis is reigning defensive player of the year. Chris Middleton is a the highest quality D, 3 and D guy who can also score really well. And then you've got one of the most underrated defenders in Drew Holiday. If those guys can get a couple defensive stops... I think the Bucks are still the team to beat in the East, potentially. They do have the defense, and uh, when I talk defense, I got to mention my Sixers as well, being that Doc is a defensive specialist, and we got Embiid, and we match up well with the with the Bucks. Uh, we just, I don't know if we can score the points that the Nets score, and I, even with the Bucks, know that they can stop the Nets from scoring 120, 130 points, uh, which is, in the playoffs, it's tough to beat a team who's going to average a buck ten, a buck twenty in the playoffs, and, and their defense will get play defense at all this re- regular season. I, I can put a big bet on that. This the defense will get better in their postseason. They'll pick up a couple big men to take some fouls and put some bodies in there and put a hurting, you know, get a tough guy, a Zach Randolph type type on the team. Um, but it's gonna be hard to compete with those 
raining threes. And those three players can rain threes. I mean, I think uh, KD right now, 62%, something like that from three-point. Ridiculous. Crazy. I, he looks like the former KD. And he does. I, I'm interested to see them watch the buyout market for maybe a guy like a Nerlens Noel, a JaVale McGee, because McGee is completely useless now in Cleveland with Andre Drummond and the newly acquired Jared Allen, as well as minutes as center for Kevin Love when he comes back and Larry Nance. They're way too full in that front court. So I really think... You're going to see them buy him out and let him go to a contender. And it's still a young season, so a lot's going to happen in this NBA season. I'm excited for the end of this NFL season, too, with the playoffs coming up this weekend, Super Bowl in two weeks. Uh, 244-1350, 244-1350. A couple more seconds, a couple more minutes to call in and speak your mind. Uh, Special shout-out to Brian Brayman, NFL free agent, who joined us in the first hour. Appreciate his time. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have him back for our Super Bowl special in two weeks, who I believe will have Seneca Wallace back on. Good will be agent Lewis Bang. Our all star cast will be here for the Super Bowl week, um, and we'll have some sponsors join us as well. So I look forward to that. That's coming up in two weeks. You got big plans for the Super Bowl, Frenchie? Well, I'm hoping I'm going to be rooting for my Chiefs again. We last year, um, we're, in, we're in a pandemic, Frenchie, by the way. Um, yeah, you, is that, that's that party said, still planned? It won't be a big party, but it'll probably <laughs> yeah. be like me and my fiance going Back to my parents' house. Fair, like last year, we, ho- we hosted a big party partially because it's the first time Chiefs in the Super Bowl in 50 years. Yeah, this year, you know. It's a second year of them going back. It's not You've been here before. Yeah, you, it's still a big deal as oh, a Chiefs 100%. fan. Not but it's any it's, team to go back a second yeah. time. It's not as special. Like if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl again this year, I'm probably not going to get another Chiefs Super Bowl tattoo like I did this wow. past year. Wow, you're gonna get a Mahomes face, aren't you? I mean, maybe we'll no, see. Let's see, and maybe we take this topic to next week. But I've never been a fan of well, one, I don't have tattoos because I terrified of needles but and i and i'm terrified of commitment too but putting a person's name on you and putting a person's face on you i, I even your mom it, it just never sat well with me you know i i what's if i of course your wife will probably at there you get it but if you were to meet her later in life say when she sees this black guy on your back shoulder or well, wherever you're putting it in, in her thigh wherever you're putting them friends so i'm i'm never face i've gotten a couple like fictional characters because the cartoons are a little bit easier yeah cartoons like, different bart like, simpson i have a batman joker one i've got a baby yoda tattoos you're but, saying you wouldn't get him a home's face no i would not but yeah. i do have it sounded like you were about 90 was, seconds ago so was, <laughs> the tattoo that i do have i've got a super bowl trophy with the chiefs logo on it and underneath is believe l-e or l-i l-i is one five with in red one so, five okay okay so, and the believe thing was kind of cool because my family motto since i was 10 years old was i believe my first tattoo was old english written i believe down my right arm your so, family has a motto I, my family needs a motto i really yeah my dad uh started from when i was in baseball as a kid we were playing a top ranked team in the area they had smoked us the day before my dad just kind of said you know you guys were back in your own beds eating good food they were swimming in the pool eating pizza all night celebrating you guys are going to come out and win this team was like two levels above us in terms of talent and we beat them by 15 I runs believe that, that i can win i believe that i can win i was in the I student section leaders as a kid and had that chant yeah <laughs> yeah my, I'm, i need to call my mom we need to we need a family chant we need a family motto we need we need something some something new for the pandemic change it up uh, next week we will have, uh, we're hoping to have, I reached out to, uh, Georges Niang. Uh, I want to talk a little basketball next week. So hopefully prone will respond to my request as well. I know I've kind of dogged him these past few weeks and I plan on being, calm, uh, next week as well. Uh, but we hope to have him on the show as well. This is Go Deep. I'm your host, Tyreek. Every Thursday from 9 to 11, special shout out to our sponsors, Horizon Event Center, Central Iowa Vapors. Let's go deep.